of the woman she'd once been. The all-powerful leading hostess of London had been reduced to this animalistic creature curled in the corner. With fingers that shook, Diana pushed her hood back. Diana! The Duchess struggled to her feet and took a lurching step forward. She stumbled and then crawled over like a wounded dog. Emotion clogged Diana's throat at seeing the shell she'd become. Mother, she greeted, taking a step forward. Diana, the Duchess whispered. The stench of sweat and her unwashed body filled Diana's nostrils. She choked on it, hating herself for noticing, hating herself for caring. In the safety of Diana's sheltered existence, it had been so very easy to hate her mother for her crimes, only to find herself humbled and hurt by her mother's suffering. She came. Yes, mother. Guilt and regret made those words come out hoarsened. She'd spent days working up the courage to come to this place. In the end, she'd come because this was the woman who'd given her life, and she'd owed her a visit. Now, seeing her again, sadness weighted that sense of obligation. Diana stretched a hand out, and her mother immediately slipped dirt-stained fingers into her own. She stared down at her mother's jagged nails. Her skin was coarse and calloused against Diana's previously immaculate glove. The juxtaposition of hand and glove filled her with another wave of sorrow. How quickly a person went from living to this. She's here, the Duchess whispered. She's returned. Is this what a life of solitariness did to a person? Where one carried on as though speaking to oneself. I'm here. Diana gave her hand a slight squeeze. I'm sorry I did not come soon. Are you a Duchess? her mother entreated, releasing Diana's hands. She grabbed her daughter. Tell me you're a duchess. Ragged nails bit painfully through the fabric and into Diana's arms. This is what she'd said. The note smuggled from Bedlam into Diana's hands had not been a need to see her only daughter, or to express regret or shame for what she'd done, but to probe Diana on her married state. A vicious pain stabbed at her breast. Mother, she asked cautiously. For the whole of Diana's life, her mother had clung to a hope that Diana would wed the Duke of Somerset's son and heir, Lord Westfield. She'd been so determined to see that match made, she'd tried to orchestrate the murder of Lord Westfield's true love, Diana's half-sister. It had driven her outside these walls, and by her questioning consumed her even within them. Lord Westfield, her mother said with an eerie normality to her tone at odds with her vacant eyes. Mother, Diana said slowly, remember, Lord Westfield married Helena. Please show remorse. Please demonstrate shame and horror and guilt for what you attempted to do. Her mother went as motionless as those macabre statues that lined the steps of the hospital. Helena, she parroted, as though she'd never before heard the name the name of a woman she'd sold to a brute in the street and then tried to have killed by that same man years later. Her mother cocked her head at an unnatural angle. Then a mad glimmer lit her eyes. But is she not dead? The Duchess whispered. She shot dirt-stained fingers out and gripped Diana hard by her cloak. Dragging her close with a surprising strength, Mother shook her. 
Tell me she is dead. Tell me it was not for naught, and that you are to be the future duchess. Then it will be all right, a debt paid. Her stomach roiling with nausea, Diana wrenched away from the madwoman who'd given birth to her. She stumbled back, knocking against the thin metal bed with stained white sheets. I am no duchess, she said on a breathless exhale. Helena and Lord Westfield are married. Her mother grabbed strands of hair and pulled. No, 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 she moaned, and began to pace the cramped quarters. Then she whipped her head up. The seas of her hatred and madness glimmered in her eyes. Payment is due. Must pay, must pay, must pay. While the mad duchess muttered and mumbled to herself, Diana slinked slowly away. She'd come here desperately hoping to see a scrap of good in her mother, needing to see it, for both selfish and unselfish reasons. But there was no...